Hey, welcome back. I have finally moved house. It has been a very long, exhausting process. Every muscle in my body hurts. We moved yesterday, so all of the rooms are filled with boxes and it is just a little bit of a mess. But you may hear some uh, background noise because there was no room in my bedroom for my PC and my desk. So we're in the lounge room now. Let's get straight into today's episode, which is about being an only child. I'm an only child. So I thought I wanted to come on here and talk about some assumptions of what it's like being an only child and then also give my like perspective on what it's like being an only child would I suggest being an only child or not I guess you can't really choose but you know if you're a parent what it's like to be an only child and then yeah we're just we're just gonna get hop right into it so let's get started so firstly I want to go through some assumptions that people have of only children I'm just looking on Google, to be fair. I just typed in assumptions that people have of only children. So, the first one is you must get really lonely. I would say as a kid, I was lonely, but I found ways to overcome it. I was a very creative kid, so I don't know if this is kind of sad or a little bit cringe, but I would have a lot of toys lots of like stuffed animals and I would prop up my DS and like make movies and these animals were like the puppets and I'd make little voices for them all I kept myself entertained 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 that way and I think that created a little bit less of a like a lonely feeling but I also am very, very close with my mum. It's just my mum and I. I don't have any sort of father figure in my life. So it was easy for me to talk to my mum about anything. So I never really got lonely with her. I also would try and, I guess, just keep myself entertained by going outside. I was a very imaginative person so I I believed in fairies and I believed in these magical critters which I guess still follows through to my life now like but you know imaginary friends getting creative going exploring I was just a very adventurous kid so I would always keep myself entertained so I never found myself feeling lonely but I guess people who don't have a close relationship with their parents as an only child as well may may struggle to have a bond with other people and I wouldn't say that I am like an introverted person now as a kid because I grew up not really having anyone there I was so close with my mum I've always been a very outgoing person so I don't think I I don't think I got lonely. I don't think I am lonely. So, yeah. The next question is you must be so self-centered. I don't 
really agree with this. I have, in my entire life, I grew up in a very middle class household, so I didn't really have the most amazing stuff. My mum had me very young, so, you know, she wasn't loaded or really prepared either. So I feel like, I wouldn't say I'm spoiled. Um, I would say that it was easier for me to get things that I wanted because there wasn't any competition, but I would have to work for the things that I got as a kid. So, you know, that meant doing chores, which I guess kind of happens in most households, but like I had like a Sunday treat that I would get every week if I did my chores or the things that I needed to do um, around the house or, you know, maybe I did really well in a test or, you know, to get a phone or something. Like I had to work for it. I don't think I was ever given something just because I I was the only person there. I would have to work for everything. So I wouldn't say I'm spoiled. And in terms of being self-centered, I would say that like I wouldn't I'm outgoing but I don't really know how to answer that like I wouldn't say that I'm super self-centered like I wouldn't say that everything's always about me but maybe as a kid I could think like like middle school kind of time I would say maybe but I don't think now maybe I don't know (laughs) like that's I feel like that's a question that someone else could answer for me and not myself I'm not sure but another thing is um, that I've heard a lot is only children don't like to share. And if I'm totally honest with you, I don't. <laughs> like, I I think I share some things, but I wouldn't say that I'm, like, a super... Like, a, when I'm saying sharing, I'm talking about sharing materialistic things, not, like, sharing as in, like... Um, this is my life, I'm opening up to you, not that kind of sharing. I, my mum and I started hosting international students at our house and this was very different and new for me because for what it would have been 16 years of my life, I'd grown up being an only child. So we had another person my age living in the house with us. This was very new to me and I didn't really know how to cater to having another person in the house sorry I'm losing my voice I didn't know what to do because that international student had also had siblings so she was used to sharing and I wasn't and it's not like I'd be like no you can't have this but I found that before like stuff like things that I'd bought for myself in like the pantry or the fridge or something would disappear and I'd be like what like that's never happened like why is why is my stuff going because I'd never had to like hide my food so a sibling didn't eat it and I guess the same goes for like shower schedules like I'd plan on having a shower and then that person would have a shower and I'd be like oh what like I didn't realize we had to talk about scheduling showers so I think in that way, sharing is difficult. Sharing is space rather than sharing materialistic items. Like, I didn't steal shit from kids as a kid. Like, I wasn't that kind of... I wasn't like that. 
But yeah, I would say sharing was different. The next question is, you must hate big families. I think the answer to this question will depend on your household situation. So personally, I didn't grow up with a big family, so I find big families quite intimidating. My partner has quite a big family, but I think it's more so like the introduction of different people, like going to like a family event, whether that be a wedding or a a birthday party and having to meet everyone and remember everyone's names. That's, that's the part that overwhelms me, but I wouldn't say I hate big families. Um, I just haven't been used to seeing so many people at once. Like my family is like a family of four. That's it. Cause I don't have my dad to, um, like have my dad's side of the family and know all them either. So I think in that sense, I don't mind big families, but it's just, it gets intimidating because I have to introduce myself and I have to remember everyone's names. And then the next time I see them, they'll be like, oh, hi, Shayla. And I'm like, I, I, I honestly don't remember who you are. This happens a lot. So I wouldn't say I hate big families, but it's just a little bit overwhelming for someone who has a small family. But that's nothing to do with me being an only child. That's just me having no family. The next question is, who do you talk to when you're lonely? I love this question because like, I feel like there's an assumption of only children that they just don't have anyone to talk to because I know so many people with um, siblings who they just talk to them because they're similar age, they can relate to each other kind of stuff. Um, I would talk to my mum a lot because obviously it was just her and I. So we started to gather this sibling kind of bond, like a sisterly bond. So she would give me advice just purely based on the fact that she's been a teenager before. And I was, I'm always and always have been very open with her. I never was a rebellious child. I'd never keep secrets. I'd never, you know, try and fight for her attention because I guess I was the only one there, but also I just didn't feel any need to rebel against her. So with that being said, um, I would talk to her a lot and I never really got lonely, but there was definitely situations where I think that not being an only child would have been beneficial because I could talk to somebody my age, but still fine. And I also found that this might be a little bit embarrassing. I have always talked to myself a lot. You know how people say before you go to bed, they create scenarios in their head to go to sleep? I did it outside of my head. Again, me being a child, very creative. I would do any sort of scenario. It could be about the boy I liked at the time. It could be about, I don't know, something else. But I would reenact a situation like I was performing a play. I would be everyone's voices. I do this in the car too. If you like, if you ever drove past me in my car, you'd see me talking to myself or singing, one of them. But I found that sometimes I can get into the most interesting conversations with myself. And I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But people who are, but there are some people that might think I'm 
insane. But I honestly, it's it's quite entertaining and it keeps me busy and my mind at ease. Instead of thinking things in my head, I think them out loud or say them out loud. So yeah, I don't know. I just like talking. Another assumption is that <clears throat> only children are bossy and like things their way. Honestly, I'm going to have to agree with this, but I don't I don't think it's out of malice. I think it's more so it's like I've never had to compete with somebody else for a belief. Um and I'm I'm always standing up to my mom if she says something that I don't agree with. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's bossy, but I can see how people who have grown up with a sibling may take that differently. Um, I've just, I'm always used to having to choose my own battles and having to choose the way that I do things because I've never had that, you know, little input voice in my head. (laughs) It's always been just like, I do things the way that I can because no one's ever had to intervene. Like, it's always just going to be that way. So I'd say in a way that could be seen as bossy, but I think... from my perspective it's more so like I don't know I'm just speaking my speaking my truth doing what I've always done and that's the same with like sharing stuff it's like well I've always done it this way I've never had anyone to intervene in the way that I do things so if someone were to come into my life and change it I'd be like what the fuck are you doing I've lived this way my whole life it's just weird but I wouldn't say I'm the stereotypical bossy I would say that I just have done things a certain way and will continue to do them that way whether that's being bossy or not I don't know but take that what you will so now that we've got those assumptions out the way I want to do a summary of what I personally think about being an only child I kind of already covered that but I want to go in more depth and then I have asked one of my friends who I was actually having a conversation with about this topic and I'm going to put what she said in here as well Um, but first let's get into what I think some of this is going to be similar to what I already said so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself but the first thing is I think As a child, I would always complain about not having a sibling simply due to my other friends having siblings. Also, sorry, the washing machine is going off in the background. But (laughs) I would always say, oh, I wish I had a sibling. I wish I had a sibling. My mum would always be like, well, would you want a brother or a sister? I'm like, "I I don't know. I don't care. I just want a sibling. And I think the only reason for that was just because all my friends did and at like as a really little kid I'd never think twice about having a sibling but once I'd kind of gone to school and everyone was talking about how much like they were like oh my brother's so annoying I was like oh well yeah and then they're like oh I'm gonna hang out with my sister today it's like oh I've never done that like is this normal and then I knew majority of my friends had siblings and I was one of the only people that didn't so I felt really left out and 
like I couldn't relate to my friends on anything. So basically I would just complain to my mum about why I didn't have a sibling and why she should have another kid. But my perspective now is I'm really glad that I don't have a sibling because like, yes, I would have had a more interesting childhood, but I think I've become independent as a person now. And I've also stood my ground on certain issues. I feel like siblings, I mean, this is my personal opinion, can hold you back from expressing your true self. They're kind of like another parent, especially if they don't agree on a a certain topic that you do. It can be like you're almost having a fight with two people, especially if your parents feel the same. It almost feels like they're ganging up on you. But I feel like if because I don't have a sibling, I feel like I'm very sure of myself. I don't know. Maybe I guess it's the same with relationships. Like people who stay single for longer are probably a little bit more sure of themselves. They've had more self-work than people who have been in a relationship ever since they were like high school sweethearts. I think the more you're around yourself, the more you can find your identity within yourself. But that's not to say that people who have siblings can't find their identity. I feel like it's just easier as an only child to find out who you are because you're literally around yourself all of the time. The next thing is I've found that being an only child has caused me to talk a lot, but that also comes in conjunction with the fact that I'm a Gemini and that's just a trait that we have but now I'm very chatty because I feel like as a kid I didn't have people to chat to other than like my parent with that being said though I also find that the things that I talk about can be quite mature because I also I mean I have my childish side I am probably not that mature but I would say that my maturity level is a lot higher than some other people I know because I've had to, the only friends I had was a kid, like as a kid was my mum's friends and my mum. So I had a lot of, I was, I grew up with a lot of adults and would always talk to them and it was very adult conversations. So I feel like I get along with people who are more mature or like, or are older than me. But that also comes with, it's downfall because like I also am quite young in comparison to my friends who are a little bit older than me but I just I've found that I get along with people who are older than me so I would say maturity wise I don't know if this goes for all only childs but I think I'm quite mature in a sense and I almost have this like I have it all figured out kind of mindset because I've had to spend so much time with myself I don't think I answered what my point was in that last question but I found that the friends that I have are more mature because I grew up with adults in my life (laughs) just to sum it up the next thing is I would say that majority of only children are very independent and don't tend to lean on people as much like I'd say we lean on our parents a lot because that's all we had but I wouldn't say like in a workplace or anything like that we'd lean on anyone because we're we're just used to doing things on our own independently getting it done I don't know that's 
just personally for me I found that being an only child has made me quite independent and I've had to figure things out for myself um I've also had to do like in terms of like times that have been hard where I haven't wanted to talk to my mum I've had to get through it myself so I've had to do a lot of problem solving and that's been good in like jobs and stuff because I can problem solve without asking a bunch of questions the next thing which I guess can kind of be controversial to what I've said before but only children are usually the center of attention because they've always just been the only one there there's no one to compete with so I think there's a benefit around that of They've always had to, like, they're developing their self-esteem, their self-reliability, their self-resilience. And, again, that creates a sense of self at a very young age. We've always had, I guess that can go within, um, in a working frame. There's a word for it. I can't think of what it is right now. But it's, like, how you were parented as a kid, obviously, changes how you are as a person. Um... I think it's in a working frame. I've heard it somewhere. But anyway, but because of that is like you may develop a really, really high self-esteem from being um, constantly, I don't know, for having like a reliable parent whose parents you well, that's, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm getting into a, a little bit of a, a different path here. But I think as a only child the focus is on you so you can develop that self-confidence and that self-esteem up I don't know that might not make any sense but that's just my opinion anyway that kind of sums up what I think about being an only child however I wanted to get another perspective too so I've asked my friend Shelby to send either a small paragraph or a voice memo and I'm gonna insert it here and she is going to give her opinion on what it's like being an only child so here it is so I guess my summary of being an only child when I was younger I definitely craved more attention from my parents and friends always wanting to go to friends' houses after school or on the weekends. Um, It wasn't so much a problem then because I didn't know any better. I guess when it came to going out with my parents and doing family things, say, like, going to the show or somewhere that had childlike activities that I wanted to partake in... um, and my parents didn't, they would turn to me and go, oh, you you can do it on your own, you know, if you want to do it, do it on your own, and that would instantly make it not fun anymore, and I didn't want to partake in it. I definitely made fun for myself, like, I was privileged as a kid in the fact that my parents and I, we built a cubby house together, and I had a professional trampoline from my mum that she used to use when she was younger so I had things to do with my time but it definitely wasn't what I would see my other friends doing with their other siblings. Thinking about how I don't really appreciate my time alone now as much as I did as a kid 
I feel like I used and abused it a bit and I'm relearning how to appreciate alone time and considering that's all I grew up with, it's something that I don't necessarily enjoy. Um, I love thinking back to when um, at my old house, if the ladder was out against our shed, which was almost taller than our house, I would climb up and sit on our shed roof and just look around and quite literally watch everything around me. But I'm always yearning for to spend time with friends and family. One thing I definitely struggled with and I still get now as an adult is people turning around as soon as you mention that you're an only child, that you're privileged, you grew up with everything and um, you just got everything you wanted and that's completely beside the point. As much as I might get my own things and not have to share with a sibling, I'll never be able to grow up with a best friend always there as much as people say that they hated their siblings or were bullied by them. I feel like that's still a connection, whereas I never even had that. I don't want any of it to sound like a bad thing, having siblings, not having siblings. The universe grants you a life that's purely yours. And I feel with everything you grow up with, everything's a lesson in life and I'm grateful for the life that I have and now learning to appreciate my alone time is such a beautiful lesson in itself. With all those struggles as a kid and little hiccups, I think it's all made me the person I am and, you know, just don't let people get to you and move on with life and life's a beautiful thing. One thing I will add, going back to talking about when people would say you were privileged and grow up with a better life because you're an only child. It's the fact that people with siblings, no matter the level of connection you have with them, you still have someone to go to for advice, for insight, like just to talk to other than your parents. Like having that completely different connection with someone that you get to grow up with your whole life is just so different. I quite literally would have to talk to myself or, you know, an inanimate object like a toy or something that will never be the same as talking to another human. And I think that in itself is just processing. Considering whether I would want to have an only child myself or not, I think I leave that purely up to the universe and just the way my life plans out and the journey that I'm on. If I'm presented with the opportunity to have kids then that's the way it's meant to be and whether that's one or multiple I don't want to try for a certain number I don't want to not try at all I just think it's something that I'd leave up to fate whether it does happen or not you know I'm always going to be there for my child and you know want to give them the best life possible and I'm think. I think I'm glad that I've been through being an only child because then I know what they're going to miss out on or the things that they'll want to do. I just want to be there for them the whole time. I think I'd still give them the life that I experienced where I wouldn't want a helicopter parent. I wouldn't want to be there all the time. I still want to give them their own life to live and I would just be there for when they need and, you know, make sure... I could be that other voice for them. 
Um, and I'll never be able to be another sibling to them. But if that's the case, that they don't have other siblings, then I'd want to be able to make sure that they have other options and just feel heard and have a nice life. By all means, um, nothing bad onto my parents. I'm lucky that they're still together and I live, I still live with them. Um, I know there's all types of circumstances out there. Um, but yeah, I love my parents and I'm grateful for the life that I've been given. So that was Shelby's perspective on what it's like being an only child. And I think there are differences between the both of us. Obviously, she grew up with both parents and I only grew up with one. So I think it was good to hear both sides of what we both thought. But I wanted to say thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope that for those of you with siblings, this gave you a little bit of an insight of what it's like being an only child. And maybe it'll make you appreciate the siblings that you have in your life a little bit more. I really did hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm sorry it's, the episodes aren't being super consistent. Obviously, I'm, I've been busy moving and stuff. But I will try and get back into the swing of things as I am slowly unpacking. But anyway, thank you. Feel free to follow us on Instagram. The Instagram is the Gemini Talks podcast. And my business account is linked on there. And then also my main account is Shay Page with a double I page. You'll find it. It's linked on there. Um, Share this episode. Like this episode. Rate this episode. (laughs) Rate the podcast if you feel like it. Thank you so, so much. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.